hell have you been, Loka? I don't know, but I'm invested. They took all of the Twilight movies off Netflix here in the Netherlands. And I don't know how I'm going to binge them anymore. I'm pretty sure they they weren't on Netflix in Canada. And that was like I was bent about it. But they're on something else. Um, They're on like Crave or something. But you can't watch that. I don't have that stupid shit. They... Why, why, I take this as like a personal attack that they took them off here. They were like, this bitch is watching those movies too much. Oh, see, no, they're on Prime, Amazon Prime. For free? I feel like I might have, or Erwin has an account for Prime. Uh, Yeah, at least in Canada, they're on Prime. Mm, I will need to find our account. I actually like, I'm sounding like I watch them a lot. I don't watch them that much. She watches them enough, though, that it's concerning that they're not there anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just noticed today, because we're doing this recording, and I was gonna, like, look at the screen as we recorded it, but... Beef up on some Twilight. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know how how well my notes were for this one, so... I'm a little worried, to be honest. It's been a while since we watched it. It has been a while. And we're just going to dive in super cocky with these <laughs> half-spun notes and be like, look at us. I mean, it's a movie I know well. I know very well. But it's just been, yeah, maybe a month, a little bit more than a month now since we've watched it. So it's not fresh in our mind. Although... Bella's stupid fucking antics are always fresh in my mind. She's just a moron. Like, almost to the point where I'd consider her an anti-hero. Like, oh, for sure. I don't want to like you. For sure. At all, she at is, any point. She is not some... I feel like Stephanie Meyer's whole point with Bella was to make this, like, selfless, great human being that people would look up to. No. She... She's made a girl where you're like, look at this twit. Yeah. Look at this twit she has trying to navigate life. No personality. Life. No personality. She, like, is just, uh, well, we'll get into it in this episode because I feel like her real bad side shows in this episode. What? What? She has more. <laughs> what? No. Or I said episode. I mean movie. This second movie well Well, it's an episode for us it's a movie for them true (laughs) (laughs) i mean what we call it back back to back what we call it a a movie (laughs) (laughs) episode two of twilight we're Uh, rewatching new moon today if that wasn't clear in case you hadn't caught on yeah welcome to us hating on bella and edward and jacob a little bit. Like, not even as much, because Jacob, I feel like, is... It's why yeah. I was Team Jacob, because the better one. he was, like, more like a normal but boy. This, yeah, he was a normal movie, boy. <laughs> isn't this the one where he's like, Bella, where the hell have you been, He gets Loka? mono. <laughs> like, that... She, Loka, yeah. That um, is a very famous line, because what? <laughs> 
Also, he gets mono, and then he's just not the same guy after that. Yeah. So we'll see what what happens to him. So let's begin right at the beginning of the movie, which is Bella quoting Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that in a scornful way? Because I thought it was the stupidest thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> It's so cliche and overused to quote. Don't sully, don't sully yeah. Shakespeare with your shit, okay? Like, listen, he did some some amazing things, and is <laughs> for stupid is she people thinking that they're like her, Romeo yeah, and like Juliet? is her relationship a comparison to her because it's not. If it was, it would have been a lot shorter, and she'd be a lot deader, and I'd be a lot happier. <laughs> yeah. Romeo and Juliet ended the way it was supposed to end. Twilight did not. (laughs) (laughs) So we start out, yeah, Bella's quoting Romeo and Juliet, and we see her running through a crowd of people with red capes, and then they come to, she's just like running, but then she emerges out in a field. So it was a little bit of like... With like the oldest bitty in the world (laughs) standing in the field. Like, that lady should have supervision. <laughs> she could trip in a pothole, twist an ankle, and be down for days and die because no one would find her because she's out field hiking on her own. <laughs> That's how old that woman was. And then Edward appears, all shiny, and Bella's all like, next, oh my god, that old lady's going to see the, you. Yeah. Well, it's her gran, right? She's like, gran, Her grandmother, gran. yeah. Calls her gran. Also, can I just say... I don't want to look like either one of my grandmothers. I didn't think they were very pretty people. Um, <laughs> very nice, Emily. <laughs> okay, my one grandma, you have to understand, was like super mean. And um, I didn't know her. She like died when I was really little. And then my other grandma has just, I don't know if let herself go is the right way to say it. But like, not trying. <laughs> so not trying. <laughs> and I feel like that's not me. Even at my worst, I look okay so (laughs) well yeah the point of this scene so bella's in this field with edward and she sees her grandmother and or what she thinks is her grandmother but then it turns out because plot twist plot twist bella is looking in a mirror and she's the old lady and she's freaking out because she's like with edward still this is a dream by the way and she's going to grow old and be this ugly old lady. And she's going to have her 17-year-old boyfriend by her side yeah. still. And, and then she wakes up from this dream to Charlie knocking on her door while she's reading a copy of Romeo and Juliet. So still, stop putting Romeo and Juliet in your movie like it matters at all. This is not a comparison. <laughs> and Charlie gives her a nice uh, little present. And makes a joke. Yeah. A- makes an innocent Makes an innocent joke, Charlie trying to be a dad. About her gray hair. And she fucking flips out and like runs to the mirror being like, oh my God, do I have gray hairs? She's fucking 18. Like this is one of the most annoying things about Bella. She's like obsessed with her aging. She's pissed off this entire day. Like I could, I could literally get it if like it had been years and she's coming up on like 25 and he's still 17. Cause then you can start to kind of see a clear difference in age between people. But like, if you'd gotten into your early twenties, no one would have noticed a difference or been like, what's the age gap between you and your boyfriend, you cradle robber. Like no one's saying that. Yeah. Also Edward's Edward looks like he's probably 900. <laughs> Just the tone of his skin. You know, imagine if Edward was one of those like 
scrawny little 17 year olds who had like the three like mustache hair just the gross mustache <laughs> hair like that's constantly that's how he froze constantly stuck in puberty <laughs> yeah. yeah he's in puberty all the time he's got the cracks in his voice so if he gets like a little too excited <laughs> but anyways bella it she doesn't want anyone to know it's her birthday she's freaking out about it um yeah it's it's really fucking annoying because she's 18 we get a little info drop here that there are some hikers missing in the area, and then she has an essay due for class. I, I feel like this is very disjointed for me. Yeah, and, and they say it like the, oh, Bella, are you done the R and J essay? Like, short for Romeo and Juliet, and I'm like, stop. Again, stop it. <laughs> stop, stop talking about Romeo and Juliet. Now, I have a note here that says he's 109. Maybe she shouldn't be dating such an old man. Do we find out Edward's age here, or am I just, like, spinning up? <laughs> that was in the... Oh, actually, wasn't... Don't we find out his age in the first movie? I don't know. I'm I'm thoroughly cranked on him, <laughs> on him being 109. In my notes, I'm, like, mad about it. <laughs> so, just so everyone knows. Don't date 109-year-old men. That's just a rule that we should have. Unless you're 108, and then... Have at it, because well done. <laughs> okay, wait, I need to catch up on my notes here. Um, I literally have a note that just says, they make out, it's repulsive. <laughs> I don't know, like, where in time that is, but I wrote that down. Because <laughs> I have, I'm at Jacob Shows Up. And she okay, me this. too. Okay. I literally wrote down Jacob Shows Up, too. Both like, of that us. Exact, that exact sentence, Jacob Shows Up. So I don't know where they are in this context. They could be at school, for all I know, yeah, but Jacob Shows Up. He doesn't go to school with her, but he but gives her a gift. But I think he gift. shows up to give her the dream catcher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, he does still show has up at her his school. long hair. She makes a steroid joke and he's yeah. like, I'm just filling out. Yeah. No, 17 year olds don't just fill out like that. <laughs> he gives her a gift. Bella once again is like, shut up. Don't tell anybody it's my birthday. Oh my God. Uh, Edward wasn't allowed to give her a gift, which I think is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Let's All right, this and Bella, boy. Has, Bella has the camera, right? And she's like awkwardly asking people to take pictures this oh whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> and then fucking Alice, like. Is doing parkour. <laughs> yeah, she fucking cartwheels <laughs> off the staircase to give Bella like, a present. No it's one like, noticed that? <laughs> like, I thought you guys had to be like hush hush about discreet. the fact that. Yeah. yeah. Be discreet. No, she's just like karate <laughs> swinging around. And says happy birthday, and once again, Bella freaks out. Oh, but she's but she's already seen that Bella loves the gift that she's going to give her. Um, and then Bella calls out, what is it, Jasper's mood control? Um, yeah. But that's the only Which time they again, ever talk about what Jasper... Time, <laughs> the only time it's ever mentioned, and there's a whole bunch of kids around, too, where they're like, oh, Jasper, watch out for the mood control. Like, if I heard that, I'd be like... What the fuck? Can that guy yeah. control was, the mood? These weird kids that I've already thought are weird are doing parkour in the high in the hallways <laughs> and, and controlling and people's <laughs> moods. I'd immediately fuck. go to my group of friends and be like, "Hey, you know the weirdo, the one with the intense stare and the every time you walk past him, uh, <laughs> he does yeah, mood this, control." This movie is just like chaos already. Just chaos. So they're in class. Bella and Edward, and they begin watching a movie. Can I Is just it Romeo say Romeo and Juliet? Again? It's Romeo and Juliet. But Fuck. here's here's like, my biggest pet peeve: these shitheads 
are like low tone talking in the back of the classroom through this movie. I can tell you right now, if I was in that room, I'm the kid in the front row trying to pay attention to the movie, hearing like in the back row, and I would be glaring at them, maybe throwing things. I might get up and turn on the light at one point and be like, can anyone else concentrate? Because I can't concentrate. I'm trying to learn. And it would be even worse if you could hear what Edward was talking about, because he's literally discussing how he's jealous that Romeo and Juliet can commit suicide. Like, how fucking emo is that? He's literally sitting in the back of class telling his 18-year-old girlfriend he's so jealous that they can commit suicide. That's fucked. This is That's the fucked. start. This is the start of every high school luring murder suicide family annihilator freaking case that you've ever heard is the creepy older boyfriend whispering sweet deathly nothings into the ear <laughs> of a young girl. <laughs> yeah, like Jesus Christ. And Bella's all like, "Oh my god, why? Don't say things like that." And then he's talking about like how he'd uh, kill himself. How he'd he talks- kill himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which casually to provoke the Volturi. So that's Is this the first of... time we hear about the Volturi? I think so. Yeah. Again, just name dropping them in the middle of a movie and being like, you know who that is. You yeah, read the book, a, right? A little bit of a little bit of a little bit of foreshadowing here for what's going to happen later in the movie. And then the lights turn on, the teacher gets pissed off because Edward and Bella were whispering the whole time, and then Edward is the biggest pretentious douchebag ever and quotes this whole long Shakespeare thing. I hate that part. God, he like... Stop it. He looks so stupid. Stop using Shakespeare just because you can't write. You can't just take his quotes to fill space in your situation because your situation is shitty. Stop doing that. (laughs) So then the scene changes and now we go to Edward's house and we're going there because Bella is having a birthday party after school and as soon as we get to their house we learn more about the Volturi. So we learn that they are like the royalty slash police force of the vampire world. Their main like law keeping people like fuck around and find out, keep the vampires a secret, don't make a spectacle, blah blah blah. That's what they gotta do. Dakota Fanning is one of them. Can I just say, if vampires are actually real, like, they would not just keep a secret. Like, normal humans would just be, like, slaves, and the vampires would be controlling everything. Like, why would they hide when they could have so much power? It doesn't make any sense. Also, the idea of them having, like, a vampire council, did they vote? Is that... Did they just I kill feel like everyone it's that opposed be a dictatorship. them? It's like a power the thing, right? Yeah, they seem like a they seem like a dictatorship type of deal. And as Edward is talking about the Volturi, it kind of like shows the Volturi, so you get to see who these people are, and you also see a vampire die. The way that they kill them is also so weird. Like they just like rip their heads off, and they like break like stone. It's crush them and all these cracks appear like marble. Yeah. And then Edward continues on about how he like thought he thinks that Victoria is still a threat to Bella. And Bella's all like, Victoria. And then Bella asks if she can be changed again. And he's like, no, even though you're threatened and the way to fix that would be to change you. No. (laughs) I prefer you to be weak. I want you to be human forever. 
because I hate myself. And I'm really into old ladies. Giggity. So then the party begins, and I really love how much Rosalie hates Bella. Like she's I just... literally <laughs> have that written here. It goes, I love how much Rosalie hates Bella. <laughs> because like she's just so open about it, and she's the only one who realizes that Bella's a complete twat. She full-on scorn faces her the entire time she's having her... Could you imagine if it was your birthday and you're standing around all of these, like, this family that you're, like, your, boy, your boyfriend's family and his one sister is just standing there death-staring <laughs> like, you the entire time? you yeah. so hard. Like, seething so much that everyone in the room can feel it? That's Rosalie. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, they're exchanging gifts. Alice is taking a bunch of pictures. Again, why didn't Alice see this? This is my question, too. How did Alice not know what was going to happen? How did she's all she's constantly like if you read the books, too. And if you read Midnight Sun in particular, Alice is constantly thinking about Jasper and what Jasper is going to do. How did she not know that Jasper was going to attack Bella after Bella got a tiny little paper cut? Okay, but pause there, because tiny little paper cut? No, the girl almost rips off her own finger on a piece of ribbon. How do you even do that? (laughs) So Jasper lunges toward Bella. She gets smashed into the wall. He heaves her. Like, he literally heaves her across the room. I think it's Edward, right? I feel like Edward heaves her across the room and, like, protects Bella. Oh, because, yeah, because he pushes her away. But she just gets, like, just just fucking annihilated across the room and slams into the table. I'm like, it's like exactly what happened when James had her, too. Like, she just gets fucking thrown around. And here's the problem. Because, so, if you're Edward... And you're constantly thinking, like, my human girlfriend is breakable, and I don't want her to get hurt, and I want to protect her from... Why is your immediate instinct to just woof a meat sack across the room and hope it doesn't explode? Because <laughs> that's what he just did. <laughs> so the fight gets broken up, and Edward goes mega moody here like he goes into his full emo vibe well because bella is like squirting blood everywhere and they they have to clear the room out because she's so stanky and her (laughs) blood is just all over the place so it's this whole whole big kerfuffle carlisle is stitching bella back up which is like a weird quasi-romantic moment that i don't know what they were trying to do there but it's like a weird vibe (laughs) like that's your boyfriend's dad and he's married (laughs) maybe back up a bit bella and once again they start talking about being damned i wrote down what is this catholic school (laughs) (laughs) right and like taking away a soul they're so concerned about like this soul thing and i'm like goddamn gross come on and then I, I literally have a little note here, which I like because I call Edward Eddie. I said, uh, Eddie drives her home and Bella says, you can't protect me from everything. She thinks that changing her is the solution. And uh, I wrote says, down the quote. That's not a solution. Not a solution. That's it's a tragedy. A tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put, and I threw my head back and rolled my eyes a lot. Um, <laughs> Bella tells Edward not to worry about her soul. They have another smoochy moment. And then Bella says, I, kiss me. And then I have, I don't know who said it, but I have, says, such a salty I love you. 
<laughs> Probably Edward. He's being hella salty. Yeah. He like so. has the biggest. Oh, I wrote that down too. Did he say salty? Because yeah. I, I literally, I have a sentence here that says, Edward has the biggest grump face and says the saltiest love you ever to Bella. Uh, yeah, I put, says such a salty I love you. <laughs> we use the same descriptive words. I love it. It's almost like we lived together for a yeah. while and developed a similar vocabulary. We have the same brain. So Bella knows, like, this party did not go very well. And the next day, Edward doesn't show up to school. I have folds the picture so that just Edward is visible. Is that her? She folds a picture of them together and just yes. like, what a weird <laughs> yeah. move. Oh, I have that written down too. She made a photo album and folded herself out of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, girl, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's, the, that's the post-breakup thing that you do where you rip the guy out. Yeah. But then you rip the guy like, out. You don't rip you out. You are the... <laughs> <laughs> she just wants to stare at Edward. That's all. <sighs> so, so useless. I really hate how Bella cannot be in any way happy or in any way having fun if Edward is not there. Like, as soon as Edward doesn't show up to school, Bella is sitting there all mopey. Her friends are, like, talking to her and she's just, like, staring into space like yeah, she no say, longer like, she, cares. She sits with her friends and they're, like, talking around her. And I'm like, girl... Yeah, and she, like, spends this whole day at school just being, like, a fucking miserable-ass bitch. And I'm like, dude, just because your boyfriend is not at school, like, fuck off. She gets home from school, and Edward is, like, wearing funeral clothes on I her I literally lawn. have that. <laughs> I have, he's just in funeral garb and takes her into the woods after grumping on her lawn all day. <laughs> yeah, he's probably there all day. Just sulking. Sparkling and sulking on her lawn all day long. He's been fucking pissed ever since he threw her into the wall the night before. All right, and I think we all know what's coming here. This is the breakup. Edward breaks up with Bella. This is the most useless. I don't even know. I can't. She, I, I have never in my life been broken up with or dumped someone or like whatever. And then just like sat in a forest all day afterwards and made (laughs) other people come out and rescue me. I know, right? Walk She's your so ass out of And the worst part, oh my god, the worst part is like when the breakup happens and she just like follows him even though he sped run through the woods. You're not following anyone. You're just digging yourself further into the woods. Walk back out of the tree line, go make yourself a cup of tea and cry in your room. That's what happens. No, you're going to bring the whole town out to look for you in rainy nasty conditions because you're a sad little bitch that can't find her way in the woods. Sorry, okay. Let's talk about the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's play the clip right now. So we'll play Edward breaking up with Bella. You just don't belong in my world, Bella. I belong with you. No. You don't. I'm coming. Bella. I don't want you to come. You don't want me. No. This is the last time you'll ever see me. I won't come back. 
Maybe you can go on with your life without any interference from me. And it'll be like I never existed, I promise. If this is about my soul, take it. I don't want it without you. It's not about your soul. You're just not good for me. Not good enough for you. I'm just sorry I let this go on for so long. Please. I love how he just leaves her like completely stranded. I also she just goes to sleep. <laughs> I also have Edward looks constipated this whole time. Like I, I don't know if that's like Rob trying to emote or what is happening there, but he yeah he looks like he has to poo. Um, and then like he leaves her in the woods again, knowing that your fragile human girlfriend is a clumsy ass mess, and she'll trip over air. You're gonna leave her in the woods. And not even make sure she gets home safe. She totally would have died if Sam had not found her. And can I just point out, like, as soon as Edward breaks up with her, it goes dark. And they went out there right after school. So has she been, like, rummaging in the woods for four hours? (laughs) I like Like, you use the word rummaging. But I (laughs) also have... What has she been doing? I also have four hours down here. So, like, I think they're trying to imply, like, a time change... So her and Edward broke up for a long time and then, yeah. But she she would have t- completely died if Sam wasn't there. So this is like... The second time. The, the second time in this movie. In she's 25, 25 minutes in that she's almost oh, died. I, I have that written down too. Did we write yeah. that down? <laughs> probably yeah. together. We discussed this Pro- during we probably the movie. Write, yeah, we probably, 25 minutes in and she's almost died twice. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Also, again... I get that you're a werewolf, but Sam carries her back shirtless. If you're trying to keep a low profile, are you really going out rescuing damsels in the woods and coming back shirtless with them? <laughs> like, that's your game? That's the gambit here? You're going to come back shirtless? I guess that's all. That's all I have I to have, say. I have written down... I'll search for her, Charlie, but I can't be restricted by clothing. It is a whoosh. <laughs> I have to do it naked. Like, I don't think that I would let the naked guy search for the missing person. Just like, just on that general basis, I'd be like, ah, uh, are you the most qualified person that we have? Or... And I feel like they're all worried about, like, Bella getting hypothermia or something overnight. But yeah, no, Sam, Sam can do it without clothes on. Yeah, cool. he doesn't need clothing. <laughs> he won't get cold and the the next scene has got to be my least favorite scene in all all of the twilight movies but it can is i when... also like preface it and say that like i think that as much as this is my least favorite scene i actually like how they took what happened in the book and made it into the movie because it's like the same thing. I'll let you okay, describe it and then I'll t- I'll say what I'm talking about. Well, it's Bella sitting in a chair looking depressed as fuck and the camera is spinning around her and they're just being like October, November, December 
Like she's just sitting in the same spot. In her spot. stupid chair in the same position. Being but depressed. I'm pretty sure, and now I haven't read the books in a while, so don't come at me, but I'm pretty sure in the books, it's just a page that says October. And then it's a page that says oh, November. Oh, it is. And then it's a yeah. page. So I was like, that's actually that. like pretty good way of interpreting that and that she does nothing and nothing happens in that time frame because she just like doesn't move from that because she's so depressed yeah oh boo-hoo. you know why i actually like the th- why i hate this scene so much is because like i actually get motion sick yeah i get like, dizzy watching it like the spinning i have to look away because i feel so sick and she's also like writing alice emails in this time and they're all being like returned like they're not going through She's not having any showers, probably trying to lure Edward back with her stank. She, like, wakes up screaming in the middle of the night because she's having nightmares that her boyfriend dumped her. Yeah, sitting alone at lunch. Can't hang out with her friends anymore. Can I just say that this is, like, every teenage girl that I hated? (laughs) Right. Just have a life. Yeah, like, your boyfriend dumped you and now he's not here. Get over it. And I don't know if they're trying to, like, uh, if Stephanie Meyer was trying to, like, convey the depths of their love. By, but this is just, this is just awful drivel. Drivel. Yeah. This is not Romeo and Juliet, as they're trying to be. This is just not it. You know what I think I'd be more upset about? Yeah, the fact that I lost, like, a chance at immortality. That's what I would be upset about. Maybe that is what she's <laughs> upset about when we've misinterpreted this whole movie. And Maybe. she's just bummed because she's not going to be... Endless. And she doesn't want to like admit that, so she's pretending it's about Edward. <laughs> do you think this whole book do you think this whole book and movie was just literally Bella afraid of dying? Maybe. <laughs> and was because trying to she's find seriously, like so obsessed with not aging. Yeah. This has been what she's been about this whole time. It's not about Edward, it's not about loving him. It's about I don't want to get old. So There's a theory. <laughs> yeah. So then Charlie um wants her to send like to go live with her mom in Jacksonville. And he says her behavior isn't normal and calls her out for not seeing her friends. Good job being a dad, Charlie. Yeah, and then Bella blows him off and is like, no, I'm going to hang out with Jessica. It's no big deal. Also, poor Jessica. Yeah, I love her. She's like one of my favorite people in the movie. Anna Kendrick. (laughs) Yeah, she's funny. (laughs) So they do go out and see a movie, her and Jessica, Jessica, like, is not happy at all the whole time. And then Bella tries to die again when she sees some creepy guys on motorcycles. And then a ghost of Edward. Which, like, what? Like, someone called that a hallucination. Like, she's hallucinating. And Jessica's like, Jessica's like, oh, look at those sketchy dudes. Let's not go near them. And being smart. And Bella just leaves her friend to go ride some chubby old dude's motorcycle. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Because <laughs> the guy is not hot. Can I just Listen, say that? Okay, he's so not like he's not a bad boy. He's as I'm pretty like, sure trying to portray him as. Yeah, I made Courtney pause the movie and rewind it for this part because I wanted to be sure that I had seen what I'd seen. He Which definitely... is a bald spot. Yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, we did. We, like, paused it, <laughs> rewound it. Made sure. And watched it again to, like, see his, like, massive receding hairline. And not to, like, hate on that or anything, but they're just trying to play this guy off as, like, a huge bad boy or something. And it's just, like, no, he's, like, an old man. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> a sad, chubby dude with a motorcycle. And he doesn't And even he doesn't want to hear from Bella. He's, like, 
did you say something, babe? You know what? Never mind. No, I don't like, care. <laughs> yeah, keep this bitch quiet, please. And then he wheelies <laughs> he wheelies his stupid bike with no helmet on. That's how you die, sir. That's how you die. I also wrote down that he has a weird earring. Does he have an earring? I don't know. I love that you wrote it, though. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice an earring. Courtney might have seen something. Oh, now we probably have to go back and confirm that, because I don't know. (laughs) I wrote it down. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so after a little bit, Bella freaks out, makes him stop. Then she goes back to Jessica, and Jessica is like, oh. Pissed. Yeah, yeah, I would be pissed too. Right? Rightfully like, pissed. You have no idea where you're fr- like she could just be like going for hours. Like you have no idea. She just got on a motorcycle and left. Like what kind of friend does that? Can I just Bella is the worst friend. The absolute worst friend. The fact that these girls keep talking to her when she goes and then comes back and then goes and then comes back and then does stupid shit like this. Like, those are some nice-ass girls you found to be friends with, and they're forgiving a lot of shit that you're doing. Stop doing the shit. For real. Like, she... Oh, my God. Even in the first movie, when they went to look at dresses... And and she completely just, like, checked out and didn't give them any input or anything. Yeah, she just makes it, like... All about her, all the time, and if Edward's not there, everything is miserable. And then Ugh. she ditched them. She ditched them to go have dinner with Edward too. She was just yeah, like, like, "Peace." I gotta go to buy go a, buy a stupid gotta book. go buy a book, and then I gotta go see a boy about some <laughs> ravioli. Like what? So Bella gets back from this and sends another email to Alice about how she's crazy because she had a rush of danger and she got to see Edward. So now she's an adrenaline junkie. Now she's an adrenaline junkie, and she shows up at Jacob's house with two motorcycles. And she uses him to feel better because he knows how to work on engines. And I just, I have to put in the line, where the hell have you been, Loka? So here's Jacob saying that, because classic, you gotta. Bella! Where the hell have you been, Loka? Terrible. It's just terrible. Yeah, but can we just talk about, like, how she's using Jacob, like, the piece of shit that she is? Yeah, and also the fact that, like, they're sitting, like, he's agreed to do this with her. They're sitting in his garage, and he's like, he has music on her, he's a asked her if she wants to listen to him, and she's like, no music. Like, Edward's I don't like gone. I don't anymore. like music anymore. Like, fuck off. Give me a break. She's also, like, really flirty with him, but then is just leading him on because she's like, wow, you're so buff. Yeah, like they hang out like every day and he's clearly more... And okay, most of the time, and I this isn't true for me because I'm dumb as shit with this stuff, but most of the time girls know when guys are flirting with them or interested in them. Don't lead somebody on. Maybe it's just like a general rule of thumb. Yeah, especially because it's going to lead to some problems down the line. No, what are you talking about? How could this possibly go bad? <laughs> And then Bella gets weird about age again, and even Jacob is like, why are you so weird about age? Then she emails Alice again. This was like... I was going to say, I have in here, she just throws pizza at him and then emails Alice again. (laughs) I have that too. I literally wrote down, she just throws pizza at him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so like the emailing Alice is like meant to be her like, monologues or whatever in this movie. So she's it's emailing just, Alice again. It just makes her seem desperate, though, because, like, Alice isn't emailing you back. 
No, and they're not even going through. Alice yeah. isn't even receiving them. So, yeah, then she's talking about how Jacob makes her feel better. Seems like she just needs some male attention to me. Yeah, like, can't can't have my boyfriend, so here's the next best thing. And then she's like, but even Jake can't keep the dreams away. Oh, and, and then Charlie comes in while she's again. having another night terror. Yeah. Again, like, what? And what are you having <laughs> nightmares about? That your boyfriend left you? Like, that's what this is? I don't understand. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Then we cut scenes again, and they're going to ride the bikes for the first time. Bello leads them on again, and they see Sam cliff jumping. And I said, actually, <laughs> I put Sam's a great diver, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, Bella runs out of the truck like a loon. She just, like, gets out and is like, oh, my God, are they dying? Because, like, she thought it was that they were dying or whatever. And then Jacob's like, no, they're just cliff diving. Oh, yeah, because, like... Because they were, like, roughhousing on the cliff, and they kind of pushed one of them off. And she's yeah. like, oh, my God. I'm like, what did you think that was? There's just a group of boys on a cliff edge murdering each other. <laughs> like, obviously, they're out there diving. And then Jacob's like, it's actually, like, a rush. And then as soon as he says that, Bella's like, oh, a rush, A rush, you, you say? say? <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob goes a little bit deeper on how, like, Sam is kind of like looking at him weird as if something's going to happen to him next and all his friends are leaving and following Sam around like a puppy. Just kind of makes Sam sound like a weird sexual predator in this part. And I'm like, mm, that's not the vibe you wanted to give, but that's the vibe you're giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to remember why we're here. So they get on the bike because Bella wants to see Edward again or his um, ghost. And I have, this is the second time that Jacob has mansplained where the clutch is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that Jacob does. He's got to show how these work. Hey, do you remember where the clutch is? Do you remember what the clutch is? Should I show you how to clutch the clutch? Sorry, I was being Jacob. <laughs> They're acting like riding a motorcycle is like a big taboo thing, too. Like, it's this big, weird thing that a lot of people... Probably because what she has like... are, like, a illegal dirt bikes and, like, should never be ridden <laughs> on a road ever. Um... Yeah, but motorcycles are not, like, that, yeah, like, and maybe it's because, like, the 17-year-olds, when you think of, like, a motorcycle group, you're like, oh, there's a gang, oh, it's like a motorcycle gang, like a club, oh, like, ooh, they're they're gonna traffic drugs and use firearms, you're like, no, there's just a dude riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> so Bella gets on the bike, and, like, two seconds in, she has blood running down her head, and she fell and hit a rock. She apologizes and I was like, I, for bleeding. I put also, if his ghost didn't pop up so much, she might not have crashed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's distracted driving at its finest. Um, but it's yeah, she's, be. she's hallucinating. She's literally like pouring blood down the side of her face and she's like, I want to go again. <laughs> what? <laughs> to the hospital? Okay. And Jacob whips his shirt off. Takes to, like, a page out of Sam's her yeah, blood. Take a yeah. takes a page out of Sam's book and just <laughs> declothes himself in front of her and wraps his freaking shirt around her head. I have it written down that it was worthy of magic Mike. Uh, I have it written down that she calls him beautiful. Yeah, and that, leading him on again. And I put he definitely did a stripper role when taking off his shirt, so that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Very sexual. Yeah. The next line I have written down is, 
jet black and huge. <laughs> dot dot dot. Sam. Me too. Me <laughs> what? too. I have. What? What are we I talking have... about? Sam is jet black and huge, according to Jessica. Oh, is she talking about like there was what? a wolf spotted? Oh yes, yeah. Bella's talking to her friends at school here. <laughs> uh, Courtney and I are That's very. A great dis- We're putting disjointed notes in our, <laughs> and both of us had the same disjointed note. Uh, perfect. <laughs> so yeah, then they start talking. I think it's Angela or whatever her name is saying that she's seen these big wolves. And this is the first time, actually, that Bella has been back with her friends. So they're all like, yay, Bella!" <laughs> I have, back. I have. She sits with her friends at lunch and Mike literally asks, so Bella's back? And Which is like, like, yay. <laughs> yeah. She's also crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they instantly invite her, or Mike in- invites her to go see a movie. And Bella's like, guns, adrenaline, nothing. I yeah, go she see- wants... Face, face punch. punch over love spelled backwards is love. <laughs> the writers in this movie like weren't even trying. She, they just phoned it in for that. Is, yeah, they yeah, were. Just, just gotta get something in there. Did not care. Uh, then I have she gets double teamed in a movie theater, which I feel is accurate. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be a big group of friends, but then they go and only Mike and Jacob show up. So... And it's like oh. a really awkward scene because oh, they're yeah. both trying yeah. to hold her hand. They both have their hand movie. like up weirdly, and I'm like, ugh, that secondhand embarrassment right there. And then Mike runs out to vomit. Yeah, and and Jacob... then Bella and Jacob follow, which I don't think I would. Yeah, and then Jacob grabs her hand, and Bella pulls it away, and she's like, "I think it means something different to you than it does to me." Yeah. This whole movie, it's meant something different to him than it has to you. You could have at any point here. We've put been up telling this... you, Bella. Yeah, you're what? Come on. Ugh. Ugh. And then they start talking about Edward too, and Jacob's like, "I would never hurt you." And then Mike reemerges from his puke fest, and I put here Jacob threatens a sick boy and then runs off because he is too <laughs> hot. <laughs> yes. I also, I'm this whole time I haven't said anything, but in my notes I like complain about Jacob's hair a lot, and I wrote down here like Jacob is still just letting me down until he gets a haircut. <laughs> hey, it's coming soon, buddy. Um, yeah. So then Jacob just like disappears, um, like Edward. So maybe Bella is the problem. Uh, but yeah, it goes completely radio silent on her. And this makes Bella lose her shit again because she can't handle any rejection from boys. So she goes to see him. And I have here, uh, Jacob is shirtless and hairless. (laughs) No, first, first, Bella, like, uh, what's his face? Answers the door. Oh, Billy. uh, Billy. Billy answers the door and Bella wants to see Jacob and Billy's like, she's not here. And Bella just completely goes pushes, by him yeah, pushes past into him into this man's house get out of my way you invalid and rolls him across the room <laughs> like, my god bella this is so invasive and yeah, yeah then she goes and jacob is being all moody again it's raining is it raining here i feel like it's raining or maybe i'm wrong i just picture there's two scenes like this though 
There's two? I just yeah. picture, like, they're standing in the backyard, and uh, Jacob is, like, trying to act all calm, and he's like, go away, Bella. Like, saying it yeah, all, I don't. Like, I don't monotone. remember if this is the rain scene or not. I do have... Um, wouldn't he have seen slash heard her because he is turning into something that has heightened senses? Um, yeah. And then I said, doesn't say anything to explain, just tells her to go away. And then I have that he goes full tilt racist against the vampires. (laughs) I have that too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, he tells her that they can't be friends anymore and she tells him that he can't break up with her. Uh, don't think you were dating. Pretty sure you were just leading him on. Uh... Yeah, he tells her to go home. He wants to go get naked in the woods. But then I have she is she really is that stinky. And <laughs> I, I have that too. I have written down, do I really smell that bad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what don't that know is. I don't know what we're talking about there. <laughs> but then I have she takes a You're hike. Probably to... making jokes that Ed, or Jake <laughs> is wanting to break sense, up yeah. with her yeah, because she smells. Yeah. Um, and then I have that she takes a hike to Sex Meadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she leaves Jacob alone. Okay. So this is the rain. That was the rain scene, by the way, because the next time this scene happens. Oh, I actually think I messed up with the Billy one, too. I feel like the time she pushes ba- past Billy, I'm getting the scenes confused in my head. It's okay. But anyways. <laughs> two anyways. times. Two times she goes to Jacob's house and full-on assaults him. Uh, <laughs> and one of those times is this time. <laughs> yeah. But after this time, yeah, she takes a hike in the sex meadow, which is another time that she almost dies. So I think we're at the fourth the fourth time in yeah. this movie that she yeah. almost dies. I don't know the time stamp on this, but we're not that far in. And it's four. We're at four. Yeah. Did you write down all the flowers are dead just like their love? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's so good. Because uh, all the no. flowers in the meadow are dead. I just have that Laurent is creeping around. Laurent? Laurent. Yeah. Laurent, Laurent is creeping around. Uh, Laurent. He went to see the Cullens, but they weren't there. And yeah. he wants to He came to know... as a favor to oh. Victoria. Because <clears throat> she's all like, they left, but they come back all the time. And he's like, oh, how often do they visit you? Um, and, and then Edward's, Edward's ghost goes... pops up. <laughs> and tells <laughs> like, her she's lie a... Lie to him. Sh- yeah, sh- <laughs> lie better, you shitbag. Um... <laughs> And then just as she's about to die, well, yeah, Laurent is deciding well, cause he's he to says, kill Bella. Yeah, because he says that Victoria wants to kill her to avenge James, but he's going to do it instead because he considers it a kindness. But turns out he likes her stanky stank. He's all about the smell. <laughs> just as she's about to die, she says, Edward, I love you. And then the wolves appear. Uh, she recognizes a big brown wolf that looks at her in a very creepy human way. Yeah, maybe has some familiar eyeballs. And Bella, like, she thinks that these wolves are going to be dead. Like, she doesn't really know what these wolves are yet, so... Yeah, she's just like, oh god, they're going to get murdered by this incredibly strong vampire, which is not what happens. But her little tiny pea brain doesn't know that. Yeah, she runs home to Charlie, and she's like, oh my god, I saw some big-ass wolves in the woods. And Charlie's like, Bella, what the hell are you doing out in the woods? And then he leaves to go to the station. 
Um, and she thinks, again, she thinks that these wolves are like toast. Uh, and so she has nightmares about Victoria. Yeah. And then she wakes up that night to some rocks getting thrown at her window. It's Jacob. Nobody uses the door. No. Nobody uses Bella's door. Charlie's not even there. And nobody okay, uses the but door. Charlie has no idea how many random men have come in through her bedroom window. Come well, like, in. Hey, he could have hey. used the door. <laughs> Like, nobody is home. You could just knock on the door. You're not going to get caught by Instead, what he chooses to do is to parkour up a tree into her window. Yeah. Parkour. And he apologizes. He goes on about how he can't tell the secret because he's tightly bound. Yeah, he literally can't. He sees the scar from James on her wrist and he gets all grumpy about that. Bella thinks Jacob is in a cult. And he tells her to remember LaPush. And then all that she can remember is that he talked about the Collins. And he was like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. They do some shirtless hugging. They talk about running away together, too. Yeah, she's like, would you you come away with me? (laughs) Walk away from it all? And he's like, no, I can't. Jacob begs Bella to remember. And then he just casually jumps out the window. Uh, Bella is shooketh. But he just lands like normal and whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the next scene is when Bella goes back to Jacob's house. I have it written down here. So Billy flat out lies to Bella and she's oh, hang just on, hang blows on. Wait. past him. Because she has a dream first. She has a dream first where she actually remembers the story of the wolves. And that's when right. she goes. Yeah. Yeah. About okay. Jacob being descended by wolves. Yeah. So she does have a dream. And then she goes oh, yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Because even here. Because even here, I have, she has to outmaneuver Billy in his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> And here is another time that she's near death because uh, Paul, I think, yeah, is getting super angry. And, and she straight up slaps him like in the face. Right. Yeah. And then there's this whole dramatic scene where Jacob like is running towards her and she's like, Jake, run away. And then he like transforms in front of her. Yeah. It's all a huge secret until you turn into a wolf in front of somebody. Yeah, like, why couldn't they have just done that before then? Why did it have to be this big thing? And then, then I have... a stupid joke. Yeah, but then I the have... the wolf is out of the bag. Bella has an existential breakdown. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> is everything real? <laughs> In a monologue email to Alice. And then they go to Emily's house. Hey, that's your name. Hey, it is my name. But guess what? I don't have a bunch of claw marks down my face. <laughs> hey, oh, I win. <laughs> <laughs> who's the yes. better Emily? <laughs> well, who's the one that Sam imprinted on, Emily? Sam's hot. Uh, yeah, but, like, put some clothes on. <laughs> uh, I really like this line that Bella says. Where she's like, so she's, she doesn't, she still doesn't know like what the wolves can do. And she's like, you can't really run with vampires because they're fast. It landed about as well in the movie as it did just there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Jacob starts explaining things to her and he's like, you're really good with weird. And she's like, you're not the first monsters I've met. (laughs) Thanks for calling us monsters. 
So he talks about how that only a few people in the tribe have the gene and they only turn into wolves if there are vampires around. And she asks him if he can stop because she thinks that they're the ones that have been killing these like hikers in the woods right. or whatever. This is what I, this part makes me really pissed off because in the first movie when Edward is literally like I've killed people, Bella's like I don't I care. I don't care. Make love to me. And then as soon as she finds out, or not even finds out, when she thinks that Jacob is doing this, she's like, you have to stop because this is so bad. Oh my god, I'm so angry at you. And it's so fucking annoying. She's such a hypocrite. Yep. Uh, So he says that the only thing they do kill is vampires. And she thinks that they aren't strong enough. But then he, like, tells her, which, uh, like, I don't know how she doesn't get it at this point. Because she's like, once she realizes they're wolves... Shouldn't she also realize that they survived the encounter with Laurent? But for some reason, her little pea brain doesn't get that yet. And she's, she's really like, slow. they're going to kill you, like, blah, blah, blah. You don't understand. And he's like, yo, we killed Laurent. And, you know, like, Victoria's been around. We've been hunting her. And they don't know what Victoria wants. And then Bella's like, it's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. I would like to inquire... Like, how are the werewolves just not always naked? Because every single time they transform, they rip all their clothes off. And then when they transform back, they just all, all of a sudden have, have jeans. clothes. Like, do they keep, like, not little bags clo- of clothes yeah. They carry them in their mouths. Yeah, like, <laughs> how do they got this They just have, on? like, hollowed out tree stumps with clothing caches in them randomly I around the woods. I wonder if, like... Once a week, they're like, come on, guys, we got to go out and stock up our clothing supplies. Let's go to the Gene Depot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, now everything is all out. We know Victoria is hunting Bella. Edward doesn't give a shit. He just left. And Edward is, or did I say Edward? Jacob is protecting Jacob and the wolves are now protecting them against Victoria. But, like, I have here, I have a note that's like, she says she's fine unless she's alone, which is all the time. (laughs) Uh, So Bella sends another email to Alice about how, yeah, everyone is gone. Charlie is hunting Jacob. Jacob is hunting Victoria. Victoria is hunting Bella. Bella has depression again. And then she decides to go out for a hike, like an absolute loon. Just uh, everyone is. Yeah. Like, I literally have Bella is going off hiking alone in the woods, doing exactly what everyone is always asking her not to do. Especially because there is a vampire after her. And so we have kind of like a side-by-side cut of, like, the wolves chasing Victoria and Bella frolicking around in the woods. And then deciding. Charlie and... Oh, Charlie and Harry. Yeah, and Harry Clearwater is, like, uh, hiding, like, the wolf prints and stuff from Charlie. So yeah, it's this big scene going through a whole bunch of stuff and they make it seem as if Victoria kills Harry Clearwater in the movie. In the book, I think it's just a heart attack. He just had a heart attack? Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't remember what the actual scenario was in the book. But yeah, they make it seem like Victoria has done it. And then the wolves chase her and they chase her right off of a cliff into the water. And I put great dive. Nine out of ten. So not as good as Sam, but still up there. (laughs) Then Bella decides this is her moment to shine. She's going to also cliff dive on her hike. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I said she dead drops off the cliff. Terrible dive. One out of ten. Gets wrecked <laughs> by a wave and almost drowns. Yeah, I wrote down, Victoria wins the diving competition. Bella loses it. So then when Bella is under the water flailing around because she just got smashed off the cliffside like a moron, she sees Victoria under the water. Uh, and then she has a hallucination of Edward, which because he's always so helpful in these life or death situations. They're just like floating side by side. Yeah, yeah. Some nice music is playing. She's just accepted her I'm fate. I'm confused by the fact that she saw Victoria in the water because I feel like that doesn't make sense and that's not what happened in the book. I definitely like, don't, I don't think that know that happened why, in the book. I don't know why Victoria is there when she jumps in the water. And Bella was in the water for a long ass time. So how Drowning. would Victoria not get her if she saw her? That's the easiest place to kill someone. Just swim forward and snap that little breakable human neck and then swim away and no one would be the wiser. But then Bella gets saved by Jacob. Jacob. I think this is six times she almost died. So I mean, this one's at... this one's kind of the major one. Yeah, this is the big one. So we're at six. It sparks and we all also the... learn we learn that Harry did die. So Harry Clearwater died. Yeah. Bella almost died. I have. We learned that Harry died while Bella was trouncing around on the cliff. So good job, dickhead. Uh, she cuddles up. Uh, to Jacob, again, using him for his body heat to uh, fight off the hypothermia. <laughs> As he drives her home. Uh, he's yeah, worried. like a little moment in the car where they're about to kiss. Yeah. And he t- and doesn't then... he, he tells her that he's worried about what happened to Emily happening to Bella. Yeah. If yeah. he loses control. And then Jacob smells a vampire and Bella sees Carlisle's car. And she goes from like instantly... Almost kissing Jacob, just stomping away to see Edward's family, because she's just all about him. And Jacob's all like, "Eh, I can't protect you here because of the treaty. And so then she runs blindly into a home with a threat in it. Because we don't know who that is. (laughs) Should we say this is number seven? Pretty much. Yeah, because she just, like, throws caution to the wind. She just does not care. Somebody could have stolen Carlisle's car. You don't know who's in that house. You don't know that it's someone friendly to you, and you're just, like, charging in there like a psychopath. Yeah, doesn't even care. But it's Alice, and Alice is super confused how Bella is alive because she thought she tried to kill herself. She also notices Bella's stank. Yep, asks her what the smell is. And then Bella reveals that Jacob is a wolf, and it turns out that Alice can't see past the wolves in her visions. So Jacob and Bella have another little moment where they're about to kiss again, and then the phone rings. And we, so Jacob says something weird here, and we wanted to Google what it actually was, because neither one of us knew what he said. Oh, right. And it turns out that it's like some... KU phrase or something that means like stay with me forever, but nobody explains that in the <laughs> Yeah, he, he <laughs> just says like a random phrase. Yeah. And Jacob answers the phone. It's for Charlie. It's for Charlie, but he's not there. And so Jacob just says he's planning a funeral and hangs up. They don't tell us in that exact moment, but it was Edward that was on the phone. And it, the screen, like, pans to Edward in Italy, and he, like, crushes his phone and thinks that Bella is dead. Another thing that I really love is, like, of course it was Rosalie that told Edward yeah, that... she's the cause uh, of all of it. That, that, ...that Alice saw Bella dead. Like, she's really just trying to, like, throw some shit in there. So, 
yeah, that's how Edward found out was through Rosalie. And Jacob is like, ah, these vampires are always in the way. And then Bella gets super mad. Yeah, she's she's she furious. Get to talk. Yeah, yeah, she's so mad. And then Alice, Alice runs has in. A vision. Yeah, and says, Edward is going to kill himself with the Volturi. Let's put this scene in the podcast so you can listen to it here. Oh, it's Edward. He thinks you're dead. Rosalie told him why I came here. Why would you... Why didn't you let me speak to him? She didn't ask for you. I don't care! Bella, he's going to the Volturi. He wants to die, too. Now, Bella thinks that Edward is killing himself out of guilt, like that she still like doesn't think that he loves her still, but Alice and Bella are going to fly to Italy. Yeah, because Jacob like asks her to stay for him and she's like, nah. <laughs> nah, I know that <laughs> no, we've been hanging <laughs> out for months and that like you're deeply in love with me, but uh, And that I've been gonna... leading you on, but this is the guy. <laughs> yeah, I got to go deal with my actual boyfriend, so And then like, yeah. yeah so they have like a, a complete, super quick flight. A complete plot shift to running somewhere, which hey happened in the first movie too, so at least we're consistent. You know what I would like to know? Like how fast can Alice run across the ocean? Because I feel like that would be quicker, like with her having Bella on her back and running across the ocean, than them going to the airport, getting on a normal human flight, going to Italy. You want Wouldn't her? Wouldn't that be quicker? You want her to Jesus run across yeah, the ocean, across the entire ocean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like probably, I, like I logistically, probably because you have to think about it, like. You have to book the flight, get to the airport, get on the flight. The flight itself is going to be like... Yeah, you have to be three hours early for the flight. Yeah, and then, okay, so on top of all of that... And let's, like, they're in Seattle. I was going to say, I flew from Halifax to Germany, and that was an eight-hour flight. Yeah. So you're almost tripling that. Not trip. no, like... Doubling? uh, Probably doubling it, I would say, yeah. Still, an insane flight. Like that... And there's definitely, I think, connections. Like if you start in Seattle, you have to fly to the East Coast and then, and then fly across because they'd the have ocean. to refuel a plane at some point. Yeah, and I'm like, that is like a really long flight from Seattle to Italy. Like they should have ran across the ocean. Doesn't make any sense. And then they steal a car. Yeah, they steal a car. I like a really flashy car too. Like if if I was gonna steal a car. There are fast cars that you can steal that do not draw attention to themselves as much as the flamboyant yellow thing that they end up stealing. <laughs> and then, um, so as they're traveling to Italy, the screen pans to Edward asking the Volturi to kill him. And they don't but want they will to. Not. Yeah, they don't want to because of his gifty gifts. Yeah. Not without a cause is what they end up saying to him. Yeah, and then Alice, like, gets a vision. She's like, okay, he's going to make a scene and show himself to the humans at noon. This is another thing, because, like, if he went to the Volturi and was like, hey, will you kill me? And they were all like, yeah, bro, here you go. Like, and they're on a flight to Italy. Like, how is that going to help anything? Now you're just going to get there in the aftermath. Yeah. It's just riddled with plot holes. It doesn't make any sense that they got all the way over to Italy in this time. Uh, but yeah, so now Alice gets a vision that he's just going to make a scene 
uh, at noon in front of the humans, so the Volturi will kill him. And Bella is like losing her shit. But at she's, this like, point, sweating. like she's like, isn't she like running through the crowd of people and like losing it amongst this like crowd of people and like shoving well, her way through them? We're not there yet. Oh, okay. No. no, so Bella's losing her shit. They're in the car still oh, driving. Okay. She like this is when she learns the the vision. Because I just she's I just sweating, have that she's losing it um, amongst all the revelers, which. So, like, probably they're just, like, driving through and she's losing her mind around all of yeah, the people. Yeah, because they can't, they can't, like, get through. So they get to a point where Alice can't drive anymore because of this festival that's going on. And she's like, Bella, you have to go out. He's the only one Are you, you won't No, you're coming. the only one. You're the only one who you're won't the on- see coming, yeah. which is bullshit. Yeah, it is super bullshit because Alice could have ran way quicker and she could have been thinking the whole time, like... Edward, Bella's alive. Edward, Bella's alive. I have her here. And then Edward wouldn't have stepped out, you know? Again. And so now plot So now holes. Bella, who has never been to the city before in her life, is like flailing around trying to find her way. I would get so lost. I know you like, would. Edward would be dead. Edward would be fucking I don't know. Dead five people would have I would be like, uh <laughs> do I take a left? Five here? people would have stopped to help you already. Yeah. <laughs> Bella guns it. She just runs straight through a fountain. She's just slamming through people. And and then I have it's noon and Eddie is taking off his clothes. He's so gross. <laughs> I wrote that down too. I wrote, he's a corpse. He's so gross. <laughs> One of his nipples has more hair Ew, than the other. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> CGI that shit out. <laughs> Anyways, then he starts to sparkle. Yeah, and, and like, and she's out. trying to save him, and he thinks that he's already dead and in heaven. So he's just like standing there, sparkling. Yeah, he's like, oh, that was quick. Like, be helpful. But he looks really drunk. Yeah. Like he looks drunk as fuck here. Like probably has not been keeping up on his blood regimen because yeah, he's... and also like shit. Like he has huge bags under his eyes. Like, just looks like complete shit. And then Bella starts, so he, like, eventually, like, clicks in, sobers up, and he pulls Bella into, like, A darkened corner, yeah. Like, yeah. Bella's like, you don't have to feel guilty. I can let you go now. And Edward's talking about how he lied to her. How he couldn't live in a world a where she doesn't exist, and he had to kill himself because of that. He lied before to keep her safe. <laughs> And then Bella... And, and she's like, it doesn't make sense for you to love me. I'm nothing. Just human. Nothing. Like, oh my god, stop. Just a cardboard stop. cutout. Yeah. She's just a cardboard cutout. And I, I, really, I literally put, uh, have some self-confidence. Just a cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that scene into the pod so you can hear that. I needed to make you see me once. <sighs> You had to know that I was alive. You didn't have to feel guilty about anything. I can let you go now. Never acted out of guilt. I just couldn't live in a world where you don't exist. You said. I lied. I had to lie. You believe me so easily. Because it doesn't make sense for you to love me. I'm nothing human. Nothing. 
everything. Yeah, so they make out. Things are all better now. Except... Now the Volturi are mad. Yeah. Pissed off the Volturi. Uh, they, Aro wants to talk to, you know, Edward and Bella now, because they've been out sparkling in the sunlight. Yeah, and Alice goes along too. And this is when Jane first shows up. Not Jane, Dakota Fanning. We get our first look at Dakota Fanning. Thank you. And Edward gets like a red cloak. I put like, where, where does... <laughs> I put they give Edward a cloak to cover up his corpse torso. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have he lies to Bella again, but I'm not sure what he lies about. I, s- I have he lies to Bella again about being scared. I don't know what I meant, though. <laughs> We're just terrible at taking <laughs> notes. Uh, we get an elevator scene with terrible Muzak. Um, Muzak? <laughs> Did you say Muzak? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> the, the stuff in it that they play in an elevator is literally called Muzak. It's like M-U-S-A-K. Oh, really? Yeah. Funny. Yeah. I wasn't just butchering the word music. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they go in, they meet the Volturi, and Aro's like, oh, yay. What a Bella, happy surprise. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we learn that Aro can read every thought that someone has ever had with one touch. Which, can I just say how embarrassing that is? <laughs> that is, like, way worse than, like, knowing a full Google search of yep. someone. Like, to know every thought they've ever thought. That's pretty intense. And then, so, like, because he dirty touches Edward, he finds out that he can't read Bella. And then Aro wants to know if Bella can block him too. Which he can, and it turns out she's also immune to Jane's power. And can I say that I think that this is weird because like the whole thing here is that Bella is immune to everyone's power and wow, it's so shocking. But then how can Alice read Bella's future? How can Jasper affect her mood? Mood control. Plot holes. Like, fuck Fucking plot holes everywhere. I like, though, when, like, they're talking about using Jane's power on her and Edward's like, no. And then <laughs> Jane's just starts, like, beating the shit out of him with her power and he's, like, writhing around <laughs> on the ground. It's like the Crucio curse in yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. And Aro is, like, yeah. when, when Jane doesn't have that same effect on Bella, Aro giggles like a schoolgirl. It's really creepy. <laughs> yeah, he, it is the weirdest giggle ever. And then... They decide that they know too much, and they attack. Yeah, they need to kill Bella because she knows too much. But then Bella gets saved because Alice has seen her as a vampire before. But before that... But again, how can Alice see that? I need to how say, during the fight, Edward's face cracks a bit. <laughs> and I also have, he looks so stupid fighting in his robe. <laughs> and then they also, like break the stairs which are really nice stairs and i was like really like what we're just trashing our surroundings now because we're vampires and we can uh and bella um offers to be killed not edward which is i think time eight or nine eight i think we're up to eight yeah we're way up there yeah way up there yeah that she's tried (laughs) to die in this film and that's when alice is like no i've seen this girl as a vampire right yeah oh and I also put, when she shows Aro, like, the future that she's seen, I put, she looks cross-eyed here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bella looks cross-eyed a lot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm just reading my notes now. I have Edward looks so stupid fighting in his Hugh Hefner robe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, they I think they they also go on about Edward's soul again here too. Oh, no somewhere. one cares. No one cares about his soul. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Yeah, and Aro is, like, really excited. He wants to see Bella as an immortal because he thinks she's going to have some pretty cool gifts. And can I say, it was a bit of a letdown yeah. for me. Yep, definitely. <laughs> That's just smart. A little spoiler for the future. Yeah. She doesn't really get cool gifts. She doesn't get any cooler than she is now. Yeah. And then they just walk out. Well, no. And so that's wait, what I they like. tell them that there's a time limit. Like she has to, they have to do it within a certain amount of time. Do they give a time? Yeah, limit? Yeah, I don't know what the actual time limit is, but I literally have. I don't remember that them they, doing. They a time tell limit. them that they don't have long to turn her, so it has to be like uh. soon. And then they, um, as everyone's leaving, like a tour group passes them with like women and children and everything in it, and they just eat them. <laughs> And I, this is one of the things that I really hate about all of the Twilight movies is that it's always like, danger, 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 something bad's going to happen. And then just nothing happens. Yeah. They're just like, the Volturi is just like, okay, yeah, you can go. Bye. We're, it's we need our, like we need our snack anyways, and it's coming in so you can. Yeah. But it's not even like they like escape in some cool fashion they're literally just like okay bye see you later and they walk out the front door like yeah like happened and that's like a theme throughout all these movies it's just like nothing happened there's like this big lead up like oh my god something really bad's gonna happen and then they're like all right yeah bye yeah never mind it was all a joke (laughs) haha we're all good here yeah, fuck. So, um, they get home after all of this, and um, they don't show the the flight back. No, nope, they're they just home. Really fucking they're just... like, <laughs> I said, Bella <laughs> they just got back from Italy because <clears throat> literally my notes go, Bella wakes up at home. Like that's it. Bella wakes yeah, up. Yeah, me at home too. With like, Edward, Bella's in her bed. Edward Edward's creeping there. as always. Yeah, like they just got back from Italy. They didn't even like you know stop in Rome, have some gelato. Nah, you gotta have gelato. Oh, hi, Pixel. My cat's here, yeah. if you hear anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so then Edward tells her that the only reason he left was because he thought he was protecting her, and he swears he'll never fail her again. And she forgives him, like, instantly, which, ah, oh, I hate her so much. She's just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Um, and then Charlie comes in, and Edward must spider on the floor again. Uh, just drops <laughs> down. <laughs> um, and... He says that she can't ever leave like that again, and she gets grounded. He probably knows that Edward is there. He can probably smell him, is what my notes say. <laughs> I have that, too. I have... <laughs> I have, like... I think sometimes I, like, write as if I am the person, and I wrote, like, as if I was Charlie, and I put, I can see Edward on the floor, and it smells like dried animal blood in here. <laughs> Yes, that's perfect. Um, Edward is still trying not to change her at this point. And so they're back with his family, I guess, because I have she holds a family vote because Edward is being stupid. And then even Jasper chimes in and says that it would be nice to not want to kill you all the time. To not want to kill you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're taking they're taking a little family vote 
Um, and guess who? Allison guess Jasper. who is not in favor of Bella turning into a vampire? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Rosalie. <laughs> she wants Bella to die. That's that's the reason. She's like, I don't want you to be immortal. I want you to fucking die. <laughs> uh, so her and Edward are the only ones who vote no. And right. she decides to wait until after graduation. And then I have Eddie is pissed. I have that written down too. Eddie is pissed. Well, I wrote Edward is pissed. Uh, and then, oh, they're they're driving away at this point, and Jacob is just standing in the middle of the road, <laughs> yeah, he's shirtless. Just, like, they're literally, like, driving around the corner, and <laughs> Jacob is just in the middle of the road. With like, very little what? clothing on. Yeah, just standing there. And Edward is so pale compared to Jacob. Uh, Jacob wants to remind them that if they bite a human, the pact is over. And Bella asks him not to make her choose because it will be Edward. It's always been Edward. Yeah. Edward tosses Jacob, who becomes a wolf, and Bella intervenes. Oh, this is probably time 10. She's almost died in this movie. Before Edward can throw his... Why do I have before Edward can throw his fireball? (laughs) I have that, too. (laughs) I said Edward holds his hand up like he's going to throw a fireball. Okay, that's probably why, because we were making fun of how he had his hand. Okay. Yeah, he's all like... And then I have like Mac and always sunny. <laughs> and then I have Jacob runs away, presumably to get naked somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Jacob runs away. All his clothes are left in tatters. He is now naked. <laughs> uh, Edward still doesn't want to turn her and he's, <laughs> but he's probably playing the odds, hoping she dies before he has to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's the very last line of this movie where he's like, marry me, Bella. Bella. That's his one condition for him to change Bella himself. Marry me and then forever. I hate it. And that's New Moon. That's New Moon. Hey, we did it in one episode this time. I didn't think we were going to. It's a little bit of a long episode, but yeah, that's that's okay. Uh, I was wondering, uh, because Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight from Edward's perspective, I was wondering if she was going to do New Moon from Edward's perspective. That one, I think, like... It would be so emo. Be... Oh, so fucking and emo. Like, but we would also see what Edward was... Because like, we have no idea what Edward was doing. But, I mean, probably we'll months. get into it, and it's just going to say October, November... December. Oh, probably. Oh, probably. Yeah, because he was just as emo. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But I actually read that uh, Stephanie Meyer is done doing that. She's not going to do anymore. And she said it was because writing as Edward gave her anxiety. And I was like, uh, yeah, dude's fucked up. Yeah, Edward's not a good And she's human. like, I think you could understand how he's thinking by after reading like The Twilight. And can I just say, like, I cannot get through that book. I... I cannot finish it. I'm about halfway now, and I just, I can't do it. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> and Edward is such a fucking idiot. For someone He's who's so stupid. For someone who's 109 years old. Yeah, and is like, has like, superhuman senses and shit. He is so fucking dumb. It's too much, honestly. We hate him. Yeah, well, we hope you liked our new moon rewatching. Sorry, you can't watch it on Netflix. I think you can watch it on Prime, though, if you have Prime. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
Thanks for listening. If you're mostly awkward and want to hear more, please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of the Mostly Awkward podcast. New ones come out every Tuesday, and they're available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you got questions or you want to chat, you can email us at mostlyawkwardpod at gmail.com or follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Reddit at mostlyawkwardpod or Twitter at mostlyawkpod. For a full list of episodes, more deets, or to see what's coming next, visit our website, mostlyawkwardpod.com. This has been a presentation of Mostly Awkward Media. See you next week! week.